0: John chapter 4 When Jesus realized that the Pharisees were aware he was gaining and baptizing more disciples than John, although it was not Jesus who baptized, but his disciples, he left Judea and returned to Galilee. Now he had to pass through Samaria, so he came to a town of Samaria called Sychar, near the plot of ground that Jacob had given to his son Joseph, since Jacob's well was there, Jesus, weary from his journey, sat down by the well. It was about the sixth hour. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. His disciples had gone into the town to buy food. You are a Jew, said the woman. How can you ask for a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered, If you knew the gift of God, And who is asking you for a drink? You would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman replied, You have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where then will you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us this well and drank from it himself, as did his sons and his livestock? Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again but whoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a fount of water, springing up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I will not get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. Jesus told her, Go, call your husband and come back. I have no husband, the woman replied. Jesus said to her, you are correct to say that you have no husband. In fact, you have had five husbands, and the man you now have is not your husband. You have spoken truthfully. Sir, the woman said, I see that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain, but you Jews say that the place where one must worship is in Jerusalem. Believe me, woman, Jesus replied, a time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain, nor in Jerusalem. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know, for salvation is from the Jews. But a time is coming, and has now come, when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father is seeking such as these to worship him. God is spirit, and his worshipers must worship him in spirit and in truth. The woman said, I know that Messiah, called Christ, is coming. When he comes, he will explain everything to us. Jesus answered, I who speak to you am he. Just then his disciples returned and were surprised that he was speaking with a woman. But no one asked him, What do you want from her? Or, Why are you talking with her? Then the woman left her water jar, went back into the town, and said to the people, Come, see a man who told me everything I ever did. Could this be the Christ? So they left the town and made their way toward Jesus. Meanwhile, the disciples urged him, Rabbi, eat something. But he told them, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. So the disciples asked one another, Could someone have brought him food? Jesus explained, My food is to do the will of him who sent me, and to finish his work. Do you not say, There are still four months until the harvest? I tell you, lift up your eyes and look at the fields, for they are ripe for harvest. Already the reaper draws his wages and gathers a crop for eternal life, so that the sower and the reaper may rejoice together. For in this case the saying, One sows and another reaps, is true. I sent you to reap what you have not worked for. Others have done the hard work, and now you have taken up their labor. Many of the Samaritans from that town believed in Jesus because of the woman's testimony. He told me everything I ever did. So when the Samaritans came to him, they asked him to stay with them, and he stayed two days. And many more believed because of his message. They said to the woman, We now believe not only because of your words, we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this man truly is the Savior of the world. After two days, Jesus left for Galilee. Now he himself had testified that a prophet has no honor in his own hometown. Yet when he arrived, the Galileans welcomed him. They had seen all the great things he had done in Jerusalem at the feast, for they had gone there as well. So once again he came to Cana in Galilee where he had turned the water into wine. And there was a royal official whose son lay sick at Capernaum. When he heard that Jesus had come from Judea to Galilee, he went and begged him to come down and heal his son, who was about to die. Jesus said to him, Unless you people see signs and wonders, you will never believe. Sir, the official said, Come down before my child dies. Go, said Jesus, your son will live. The man took Jesus at his word and departed, and while he was still on the way, his servants met him with the news that his boy was alive. So he inquired as to the hour when his son had recovered, and they told him, The fever left him yesterday at the seventh hour. Then the father realized that this was the very hour in which Jesus had told him, Your son will live, and he and all his household believed. This was now the second sign that Jesus performed after coming from Judea into Galilee. Chapter 5 Sometime later, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there was in Jerusalem, near the Sheep Gate, a pool with five covered colonnades, which in Hebrew is called Bethesda. On these walkways lay a great number of the sick, the blind, the lame, and the paralyzed, One man there had been an invalid for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and realized that he had spent a long time in this condition, he asked him, Do you want to get well? Sir, the invalid replied, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. While I'm on my way, someone else goes in before me. Then Jesus told him, Get up, pick up your mat and walk. Immediately, the man was made well and he picked up his mat and began to walk. Now this happened on the Sabbath day, so the Jews said to the man who had been healed, This is the Sabbath. It is unlawful for you to carry your mat. But he answered, The man who made me well told me, Pick up your mat and walk. Who is this man who told you to pick it up and walk? They asked. But the man who was healed did not know who it was, for Jesus had slipped away while the crowd was there. Afterward, Jesus found the man at the temple and said to him, See, you have been made well. Stop sinning, or something worse may happen to you. And the man went away and told the Jews that it was Jesus who had made him well. Now because Jesus was doing these things on the Sabbath, the Jews began to persecute him. But Jesus answered them, To this very day my Father is at his work, and I too am working. Because of this, the Jews tried all the harder to kill him. Not only was he breaking the Sabbath, but he was even calling God his own Father, making himself equal with God. So Jesus replied, Truly, truly, I tell you, the Son can do nothing by himself, unless he sees the Father doing it. For whatever the Father does, the Son also does. The Father loves the Son and shows him all he does. And to your amazement, he will show him even greater works than these. For just as the Father raises the dead and gives them life, so also the Son gives life to whom he wishes. Furthermore, the Father judges no one, but has assigned all judgment to the Son, so that all may honor the Son just as they honor the Father. Whoever does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Truly, truly, I tell you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and will not come under judgment. Indeed, he has crossed over from death to life. Truly, truly, I tell you, the hour is coming and has now come when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. For as the Father has life in himself, so also he has granted the Son to have life in himself. And he has given him authority to execute judgment because he is the Son of Man. Do not be amazed at this. For the hour is coming when all who are in their graves will hear his voice and come out, those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of judgment. I can do nothing by myself. I judge only as I hear. And my judgment is just because I do not seek my own will, but the will of him who sent me. If I testify about myself, my testimony is not valid. There is another who testifies about me and I know that his testimony about me is valid. You have sent to John, and he has testified to the truth. Even though I do not accept human testimony, I say these things so that you may be saved. John was a lamp that burned and gave light, and you were willing for a season to bask in his light. But I have testimony more substantial than that of John, for the works that the Father has given me to accomplish, the very works I am doing, testify about me, that the Father has sent me. And the Father who sent me has himself testified about me. You have never heard his voice, nor seen his form, nor does his word abide in you, because you do not believe the one he sent. You pore over the scriptures, because you presume that by them you possess eternal life. These are the very words that testify about me, yet you refuse to come to me to have life. I do not accept glory from men, but I know you, that you do not have the love of God within you. I have come in my Father's name, and you have not received me. But if someone else comes in his own name, you will receive him. How can you believe if you accept glory from one another, yet do not seek the glory that comes from the only God? Do not think that I will accuse you before the Father. Your accuser is Moses, in whom you have put your hope. If you had believed Moses, you would believe me, because he wrote about me. But since you do not believe what he wrote, how will you believe what I say?"